0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Gentleman's Talk. This is the dulcet tones of James Dean Littlejohn, Bilbo Baggins, talking to you on Reflection Hour on, guess what day? It's Sunday! You know it's Sunday because that's the day that I do my Reflection Hour. Mental health madness in its finest format, dribbling out, thrusting into your ears, and vibrating those little hairs on the inside to give you some therapeutic sounds. Anyway, enough of that bullshit coming out of my mouth there i'm here to reflect what a fucking day what a weekend my last podcast was fucking abysmal <laughs> no it wasn't i i was in a really horrible place but th- the bit that i'm going to reflect on quite heavily today and the bit that i think's a positive aspect come on we've been doing this 14 months is the fact that we're succeeding um is the fact that sorry i thought it just felt something vibrate and it wasn't my duo bowls up my bum all. Um, so don't know what that was Um there you go. We move on we digress. Um, so yeah, so the positive aspect So I was in a, I was in a crap place. I really was um, I st- I still am but the positive aspect that I got out of this and this is the bit I'm I'm bolstering and this is what this is all about for Christ's sake is Talking about it. So although What that did was I, I felt I felt awful. I was in a shit place. I, I was very emotional. I was tired I was exhausted And what I could have done was bottle that up, I could have turned to fucking drink, I could have just fucking yammed down a load of drink, got through the fucking weekend, and I could have ground down to a halt, and then that would have carried on till next week, I would have gone into next week's shit, and I would have made fucking stupid mistakes, or I would have got to the point where I'd had a fucking breakdown, and I'm either gonna fucking escalate it to shouting at somebody or I'm going to feel shit or I'm going to get to the point where I just don't fucking want to be here and I was I was on the cusp of that anyway that's the way that my brain was thinking was what's a fucking if this is what life's like fuck you this is a grind this is a ball bag mate so but what it done what it did and this is the beauty of talking about it this is the positive aspects of talking find that confidant find that thing that you like doing I spoke about it, and what I did was I understood when I was talking about it, I was processing, I was reflecting. So I understood the things that were fucking me off were a few things in work. Okay, granted, there's a few things in work. I, I rectified that. I did a couple of drafts of emails that are ready to go out to go this isn't my problem, I'm, I don't need to be stressing about that, so that was something I can do, I went in, I had a family meeting, and I said, look, I'm getting fucked off with the way you're treating me, can you fucking stop treating me like this, please, because I don't deserve this, this, I don't work tirelessly to fucking, you know, be treated like this, I don't, fucking go above and beyond to 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 just get it fucking reflected over i want the kudos that comes with that otherwise i'm going to sit on my fat carcass and do fuck all and then when you say to me why aren't you doing this like i did you know when i was in the fucking depths of my depression and this was something we spoke about as a family you fucking didn't do nothing for years you literally you didn't cook you didn't do fuck all and i'm like okay what do i do now well, I, I work a full-time job, I do all the DIY, I'm designing the fucking house, I, I cook tea every fucking night, because, you know, the miss is working. I, I do all this, and, and nothing's different. I'm now getting the same shit I got when I did fuck all, but when I did fuck all, I got stressed. I didn't get stressed, I was chilled out, I didn't give a fuck. Now, you're stressing me out. So... Reflecting heavily reflecting fucking heavily so I went and had a chat and they, said, That's they were like okay I get your fucking point. I was like mate I just want you to clean your room up. I want you to fucking respect the stuff that I'm spending money on. If not fuck off. <laughs> you know, Go somewhere else and mess up someone else's shit. Don't mess up my shit because it's costs money and time and effort and I like it when it's at a nice fucking level. Yes I get it. So anyway I reflected quite heavily and then it also kicked in some really positive aspects. I got a message from my fucking literally the, the next day um my best mate fucking kudos to him literally said mate i was i saw your podcast come up it was dinner time i thought i'd give you a fucking ring uh, i thought i'd give you a listen see what my mate's been up to and fuck, he sounded horrendous and he rung me up and i was like mate it just means a lot that you're ringing me and um and i know there'll be people oh, you don't fucking answer your phone no I don't want to answer your fucking phone maybe it's because of you (laughs) I'm joking I'm joking so anyway he rung me up and I knew that if he'd rung me at dinner time it was because it was work I thought it was either work related to be fair which is probably why (laughs) no but then also I thought well maybe he's listened to the podcast maybe he's reached out for or heard my little my little cry for help if you like and uh he did he reached in and then do you know what it did It's, it's kicked in some really good stuff that we're making the effort so we've understood that it's not just about fucking life it's about the fact that we're not enjoying life we're not we're literally trying to get both out of our own we're in very similar situations financially and you know we were both on this on this planet this year decided what we would do was we would concentrate on having a fairly quiet year but really getting ourselves into a position where financially we were comfortable not com- yeah financially comfortable that's that's the reality of it that's what we wanted but that meant living like a fucking pauper for a year and then obviously the energy crisis has fucking come in and and the taxes have gone through the roof and we're getting royally fucked on the arse by a 15 inch fucking dildo with no lubrication on a plastic one it's plastic as well it's not even rubber that's what we're getting fucked by the government so we didn't anticipate these things kicking in, energy grill. So when we were like, oh, okay, well, the, the, the £200 a month we're saving by not doing the good things has now gone into bills and we're still not doing the good things. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So anyway, we had this, um, he heard the, the cry for help and we were like, fucking hell yeah. He said, mate, we're going to sort some out. So we did. We said, well, we'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go to so- golf on Sunday. I said, like, no, no, let's not go to golf Sunday because we'll, we'll get distracted by the game. Let's go down to Spoonsies. So we went down to Spoonsies and we had a fucking breakfast free coffee refills and we fucking chewed the fat we literally were chatting away bumped into a couple of good old friends actually from school which was absolutely amazing paul Probert and um mike i can't remember his second name it's completely gone but i only know him as mikey so i don't know i do know but anyway they were sat there. and They were like, "Yeah, we we've, we we swap beers for coffee and crosswords now, mate." You know, they're a little bit older than us, but not massively older. But but they still do hockey. They still do their camaraderie things. They still do everything that they do that makes them happy. They earn just enough money to, you know, get by. They've they, they still do the hobbies. They still do the fun stuff, and they don't go out and waste one hundred, two fifty, two hundred pound on a fucking night out anymore like they used to. They literally just go, "No, nah, we we you know we do this in this. And we go to hockey on fucking Wednesdays and Fridays." So. We sat down because we bumped into them when this is the conversation that we had with them before we had our conversation. Then me and Kieran sat down. We were like, mate, what I want to do is let's do some fucking, let's do a club or something, something during the week that gets us out. I said, it's not a case of just meeting up for a beer. Let's fucking go somewhere. Or if we meet up for a beer, let's do something. Just happens to be Midway in Amesbury. Our local fucking, our local town centre. There's the, the, the little rec club at the top of the road. And we're going to be members there, snookers, snooker and pools, all free um you know you just turn up fucking paying membership and you can get in and crack on um so we were like that's it that's a meeting around midweek we can chew the fat we can put the worlds to rights we can meet there at seven fucking you know have a pint leave there at fucking nine to be home for ten get your fucking self out there and enjoy yourself start doing something chewing the fat getting through the mundane not just turning up every two or three weeks and getting fucking absolutely blottoed we were talking about today going it's fine doing what we were doing and, and and he did reach out again i did mention this in the last podcast we did, you know, that's what we were doing, we were meeting up on a Friday, we were just getting completely fucking blind drunk, we were buying a litre bottle of fucking gin each, we were drinking three quarters of it, but really, it was a four, he'd come over at six, we'd have something to eat and, and, a, and a fucking pint and, and downtown, and then we'd come back at, say, half seven, and between half seven and fucking 9.30, we just fucking, fucking baselined a fucking a litre bottle of gin each, Um, and then I'd put him to fucking bed at 10 o'clock, because he's fucking, blind drunk because he's he can't handle his alcohol i'd sit and have another gin on my own and go to bed and then we wake up in the morning he'd be gone early hours because he need to go back for his family and i'd wake up we'd both be stinking hangovers we didn't really talk we just got fucking wankered because we don't see each other we'd fucking so we're fucking we it's all like mate we, we let's just fucking do these things and it's amazing like those are the things you should be doing through life anyway and i talk about this all the time but it's nurturing the right people to instigate it and make sure it does happen because that's the friendship aspect of it. And that was the beauty of it, that, that led into. So me sort of going, and I said to you, this podcast is about warts and all. It's about understanding that we all go through different journeys. We all go through different aspects of life. We've all got things that we can, we can do and there's things that we can't do. But there's always something we can do. There is always something we can do even if you've got a limited budget spending time with people is really really important really important to to get through life otherwise you just end up grinding through life on your own you get to the place where I was last week where I was sat there just if this is life if this is what life is supposed to be and this is where I think the the difference with men is because we don't talk because we don't open up about ourselves and we say what we really fucking mean or what we really feel or look into different things because we ultimately shut down we just get to a point where we're like fuck if this is what life's really and that that is and and i can hand on heart say through all of my through all of my episodes my my darkest hours every single fucking time i got to my darkest hour every fucking time i would i all i always said to myself if this is the fucking point, if this is what life is, for me to go through the point where I just work, hemorrhage money on fucking raising children, which is is fucking astronomical anyway. Um, if if that's life, I don't I don't want to be part of that because this is this is, I just feel miserable. I just feel tired, exhausted, sad, lonely, and I was like. And and through all of my darkest hours, that's where it got to. Every time I said, "If this is what life is, then, you know, I I I don't want to fucking do this anymore." And that's the reality of it. And that's where we get to. So we need to fucking stop that before we get to that point. And to offer a, an insight, I, I had a a fucking fantastic message uh, from my friend of mine uh, last night. Actually, um, which I was trying to oh, there it is I was trying to I was trying to share it. I think it's worth sharing um because um you know he's he's, he's, a, he's an absolutely fantastic lad i've mentioned him all the time that's nelly and um i mentioned him yesterday he messaged me at 10 o'clock last night he said found and listened to your to yesterday's podcast loved it hope you're feeling a bit more upbeat big man absolutely lovely so he's listened to my podcast he's fucking straight in asking how i was brilliant Okay, that's absolutely fantastic. So, even the fact that, and this is where I communicate really, this is like a fun place for me. This, you really, when I do this podcast, you truly understand me for who I am because I don't write anything. This is all literally from my fucking brain. This is just my brain working on an overload. So, I, we went through a, a, a few things um, and, I, and I said, Oh, how are you? And all this. And, you know, he'd done a presentation last week. So, again, we would, because we communicate quite often, we, we understand, you know, um, it, it, the, the dynamics that's the importance of it and i'm just trying to get to the bit where i said to him you know how are you? how is you know how's things with you and he said um i'm getting back this is the key part so we get a good conversation through and then he gets his point i'm getting more back to my old self by the week bruv in three weeks i've got another two weeks on the holiday so in three weeks of him doing what i've did 14 months ago um he's actually taken it on board he's got himself ready because at the end of the day i could be i was ready 14 months ago um to do to, to grip my mental health and i'm still learning about myself um i've just started another podcast actually which is the little john's life which is me talking about um adhd um and being diagnosed with it and trying to offer an awareness of adhd and because i think it's really important it's it's a it's an amazing thing to have. I think it's such a positive thing to have. Um, it's it's it refers back to the hunter gene. Um, so and that's there's a lot you'll understand about me ADHD and there's a lot you'll understand about ADHD in in general because everything I'm learning from myself, I'm tying it into my experiences. Um, a bit like this but a little bit more detailed because you know I put a lot of time and effort into this so this is a bit more of a detail one about me Um, whereas this is a bit about me but it's about mental health in general and I think that it's it's quite good for me to understand different dynamics Um, and the ADHD aspect is talking about the little John's life is my personal bit it's something really really close to my heart because I'm being diagnosed with it as an adult I'm learning about things anyway so before I digress into that, if you're interested, jump onto that side of things. That's an additional podcast for me now um, where I just talk about that side of things. So um, and that's gonna be a bit more personal, a bit more gritty, uh, a little bit more of me. So although I'm I'm me on this one, um, I, I'm conscious that I'm not, you know, not me me. This is a place where, you know, th- this is a place where I'm learning again, and, but I, I want to give it its own personal context anyway. So I'm gonna digress into that and I don't want to. Um, so yeah, so um, but this is the beauty. So the beauty of mental health is, it's you. You have to be ready. I've told you this before. You have to be accountable. You have to want to make the change. You've got to do it, regardless of whether um, you know I'm sat here and you know I've got friends that are that are depressed or stressed, or I can see it. I've been down this route with my friends, and this is why I've cut ties with my friends. Because you have to be the one that's accountable for it. So I was accountable. I did that podcast, and yes, I laid it on the fucking line. Yes, that is me. That's raw emotion. That's who I am. I'm 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 a dad. I'm a fucking son. I'm a brother. I'm a fucking friend. You know, I'm a husband. All of these different masks I put on and, on a daily basis. I, I work in health and safety on and all this. sorts. Of, I put on different masks every fucking day. Okay, so. Sometimes that does get on top of you, and I'm trying to be this guy that just talks about it because it's real we all go through it men are fucking horrendous for it by not talking and this is why you know the statistics for suicide are incredible, and like I said incredibly bad sorry and, and I'm mean incredible as in like they're fucking huge um so for me this is about trying to mitigate that this is me about trying to raise awareness and this is all this is really this is awareness and this fact and like i said you've got warts and all this is me you know sat there i was exhausted the other week and it kicked in a lot of things and a lot of positivity uh, my friend speaking to me and then my mate coming back to me and like i said i was ready 14 months ago to to talk about this this is my medium i talk on social media um to talk about awareness, to talk about raising the awareness of, of mental health and the, and the struggles are real. Um, but at the same time, it's putting context into things and it's looking for the right support and it's looking for the right stability around you. And that all came into play this weekend. And like I said, my friend sent me that message, which I thought was absolutely fucking fantastic. It's such a positive aspect to hear. To hear, I'm getting, back to, I'm getting more back to my old self by the week, bruv. Just that little section alone is really, really heartwarming because that's what we try to do. We try, But you have to be accountable. So now he's listened to me endlessly and, and, and over and over again. Number one fan, I call him, because he fucking truly is. And, um, you know, he, he sat there and listened to me. And for me, that's all about when he's ready, he's now ready. He's making that choice to try and um, limit how much he drinks uh you know which is a key part you know getting ourselves sober if you like but although we you know he's not an, he's not an alcoholic and i'm not saying he's an alcoholic but what i mean is sometimes you just drink for the sake of drinking i do thursdays i come along i want to drink fridays i want to drink saturdays i want to drink and fucking sundays i'll have a gym for bed you know so i do and and it does it's added weight onto me it's added it, it, it makes you depressed it makes you down he's gripping all of that he's getting out and losing weight he's you know, you can just, just that that text message alone sounded positive. And I think that's a really, really fundamental, um, you know, or sorry, not for, a pivotal point for him. And I think that's really incredible to see that. And then on the back of engaging with my best friend, we're now, and this is the positive, he's now, we we had breakfast this morning, we were looking at a club, just before we did this podcast he's like mate we'll just get this Bos- Boscombe rec club fucking things we'll go out and play snooker it'll give us a, ch- a chance to break up the week we're not stuck in the house we're finishing work at four mate why aren't we just going straight down there and having a fucking evening and playing a bit of pool and snooker and then we can look at competitions if we really want to and go to other pubs and there's all these things that you can that you can do that, that we f- we forget about and do you know what i blame i blame a lot of it uh, on um on the pandemic if if i'm being brutally honest i blame a lot of it on the pandemic because we were shut away and now we're in a situation where all these pubs and clubs and stuff are closing so we're losing our social ability we're 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 getting these 15 minute cities which are stopping us from moving around it's almost like this if that that's the there's a control element and i think that for me that that's where i struggle. I don't like being controlled and I've, I've shut myself down. I've worked from home for over a year, which is, I thought would be the best thing since fucking sliced bread. Um, but it ain't, it fucking ain't, <laughs> you know, I, I, I miss that element, but at the same time, because I've done this for so long now, when I do go to sites and stuff like that, I get overwhelmed. My like, fucking hell mate. Everyone's so fucking noisy. Cause normally I come out and it's like literally silence, just silence the, the birds and the bees outside. And I don't mean sex. So when I'm in here, I'm just like, so, when I go to an office now where there's like fucking fifty people walking around an office, I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> this is fucking chaos so but this is me. this is me trying to get myself back onto that track, back back into where I should be, getting into socializing, doing those events, getting out and talking again. we, we can we this all came about, and this is what I, I I need to emphasize the most. All of the positives have come out because. I spoke. So although I'm using my medium and my medium is social media through my, my podcast, my, my friends listen to my podcast so they understand what I'm saying and where I'm coming from. Um, they've listened, but there's no reason why you can't translate that into however you talk to your friends, whether that's on WhatsApp, iMessenger, whatever medium you use, social media, Snapchat, whatever. Whatever medium you use, there's no reason why you can't let people know that I'm feeling a bit shit because that's ultimately what I did. I spent an hour saying I'm feeling a bit fucking shit. I'm a bit overwhelmed. It really fucking helped me talking about it because I got to process the emotion, which it did. It, it, it caught me out a little bit towards the end. But then at the same time, it helped me process that. It helped me go, okay, well, what's your actual problem here, James? Because as soon as I finished the podcast, I was like, okay, pop it down. Let's have a fucking, a little reflect on that podcast because it's a really thing for me to do. Although I don't listen to my podcasts, what I do do is reflect on them because it's fresh. It's in the moment. I've just pressed play on the last week that's upset me or however many days it's upset me, depending on when I've done the podcast. And I go, I press play. Okay. Well, what's upset you? Okay, that's that. You can fucking sort that, mate. You can sort that, mate. You can sort that. So what's your actual problem? Okay, well, the problem is you're just not going out enough. Well, you can fucking sort that as well. Tell your fucking mates. So they all went, actually, yeah, we're all in the same fucking boat here. We're not doing the things we should be doing. We're all putting on fucking, you know, a lot of us are putting on weight because we're all getting a bit older and we're like, why are we putting on weight? Because we're lazy. We're sitting on our fucking fat carcasses, not going out, mate. We're not getting out on amongst walks and stuff like that or going out and socialising, and seeing the countryside, all these things I've jazzed on about for the last fucking 14 months. We're not doing that, mate. So you're talking fucking bollocks. So you just go, okay. So that's what I use, my medium. They've listened, they heard. And the support came. And that's the beauty of nurturing the right people around you because the support came. I had a message from my number one fucking fan, old Nelstug Elster, and I had a fucking phone call the next day from a best mate. What more could a, a fucking guy struggling ask for? Nothing else. I couldn't ask for anything else. I went in and I had the conversation with the family. They understood where I sat from. So that turned into, I'm sorry. Actually, yeah, okay. And And, and you do have to remind them, when you're in a house of four women you do have to remind them that you're a fucking bloke and i i see things slightly differently for instance i came in yesterday and this is where it came and and they're going for my daughter's my middle daughter now she's she's coming to the end of her, her school term she's coming to the end of the year, finishing school going to college she's doing a, a fucking prom and uh she had uh she went and did a fitting with her friend now, her friend is a little bit more comfortable. Her friend's parents are a little bit more comfortable with money. I get that. It's fine. That's that's okay. Um, but they spent four hundred. I think it's like four hundred and forty pounds or something on a dress. Three three nine five plus all the fitting and and stuff. And I was like, she came in and said, we need to book this place. And I was like, right, okay. Well, you need to fucking slow your roll, mate. Um, let's manage your expectations on what you think you're getting because if you think you're automatically getting a four hundred pound dress because your friend got one no (laughs) let's manage your expectations mate now I was in a difficult situation because I was looking at from a financial perspective absolutely am I spending 400 pound on a dress for somebody to wear one day when realistically I don't want to spend 20 pound on a pair of fucking flip-flops that I'm gonna wear all fucking summer so let's put it into context so I was like well okay I'm not spending that then the conversation went, okay, well, and, that, and it got really fucking argumentative because I don't really understand the concept of prom dresses. My wife said, did you go to your prom? I said, yeah, I went and got pissed and in the fucking school locker room with all the fucking blokes and mates and uh, and then we got kicked out for drinking and we went and carried on and drinking in the streets so yeah i did if you say i went to the prom that's what i did i don't really fucking care you know i'm a bloke i don't get excited about this you know what i mean most blokes that are going to go to a fucking prom are probably in the fucking concept that they're thinking they're going to get sex afterwards because everyone feels jazzy and fucking we all sneak a bit of alcohol that's why most men will probably go or boys should i say um you know what I mean? So it, it's, it, it, if anything, it's drink drink a bit of fucking booze, feed the pony, go home. You know, so it's one of those. It, it, that's what we hope for. We don't go for the fucking glitz and the glamour. We don't go to get fucking, you know, jar, you know, l- we turn up in a limousine. We're not doing that. That's a girl thing. So fucking crack on. It's good. But I don't get that same emotion. So let's look at it from a financial perspective. So I had this massive argument with everybody. And everyone was like, well, you don't see it like the way we want to see it. So they, I have to remind them I'm a bloke. I'm a fucking bloke so all of these things about communication communication is the key point point. and whatever medium you use to get communication out is fucking important absolutely fucking important so I felt shit and I got supported this is why I talk about nurturing the right people around you making sure you've got the right friends I've said this so many times because the ones that pick you up when you're down are the ones that stay around and I've been down a fucking lot lately. Understandable when you consider what my family are going through with the, the crippling effect of my daughter. Um, and I'm now getting to the point where that's raised almost on a weekly basis. Um, I had to, you know, fucking speak to the police about it the other day. And it's, people don't understand, when you keep reliving the experience and I've not been able to process it properly, it does fucking cripple me for days afterwards. So it's really, really important that you find the right people around you to take you away from that. And that's what nurturing the right friendships around. My friend's seen that I cried out a little bit and was like, mate, I need to fucking, we need to do something, mate. We're not enjoying fucking life. I could literally get hit by a bus tomorrow. I could get diagnosed with cancer tomorrow. I could Anything could happen anything bad could happen but something good could happen as well but something bad could happen what the fuck am i going to say that i'm 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 living my life behind fucking closed doors to 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 try and survive by the end of the year no fuck it let it fucking go mate enjoy yourself a little bit put it off a month if you have to just enjoy yourself a little bit get to the point where you're having a bit of fun otherwise you're just existing who the fuck wants to just exist i don't want to exist I want to travel, explore, experience, have fun, meet new people within the boundaries of ADHD and PTSD. (laughs) It's fucking crippling me. (laughs) But this is the importance about talking out. And I got that feedback back. That was absolutely imperative of what I did there. And that's the beauty of mental health. I think when you nurture the right people around you, even when you're struggling, even when you're fucking down and out, even when you're fucking done and dusted. If you've got the right people around you they will literally come in and pick you up and that's exactly what my mate did the next day rung me dude the fuck are you doing how you feeling checked in on saturday voice message how you been mate want to go to fucking golf tomorrow morning or you know uh, yeah if it's raining though we'll go for breakfast we end up breakfast we and, and that escalated into so we're doing something regular more regular but just meeting up, going and playing fucking snooker or pool. That's not really something key, but it's not something amazing. We're not talking about we're, we're learning a new fucking skill here. We're just going to to meet up, and it's like, mate, let's go up and just chew the fat, put ourselves, put the world to rights, and just it, it start enjoying life. Start having things to look around for. Instead of going, instead of, instead of going. I'm going to go home, I'm going to fucking sit in my, my cave, my man cave, or my fucking my living room, I'm going to put my fat carcass on TV, or, or I'm going to sit and watch fucking four or five hours of TikTok. You know, and then go to bed. What the fuck is that existing? That's just fucking, that's not even existing. That's literally just, I mean, you're an oxygen thief if that's what you want to do for the rest of your life, aren't you? Really? Because come on. And we all, and the thing is, I say it as a negative, but we all do it. I do it. And I'm like, I don't want to be that anymore. I want to get out and experience life. I want to meet new people. I want to fucking break the barriers. I want to challenge myself. I want to challenge ADHD. I want to challenge PTSD. With the right people around me, I know that I can go and have fun and support and and enjoy myself. And that's the right people. Having the right people around you is the most important thing. The most important thing. Because they're the ones that are going to help you get through life. When you're at the top, they're going to be the ones that are going, that are literally underneath you, fucking supporting you, holding you. Ready for you to pull them up and bring them up with them. So you're all at the top together and you're all succeeding. Whenever you look at anyone that's successful in life, they have a close network of trustworthy people around them that they know and love and trust and guide them through because they see things in different ways. I see life completely and utterly different to everybody else. And I don't mean, well, we, we all have different views, but I mean, like, I'm not normal. With the ADHD and PTSD, you see things differently. You react differently. I react differently to friendships, relationships, uh everything i really i react differently to all of my all my occasions to how other people react i see the good in people that isn't intentionally there i also see the bad in people that isn't intentionally there I'm quite a good person at that and i kind of recognize that and that's why a lot of the times i say you need to know your worth and i'm going to finish on this actually you need to know your worth because you know like i said to you before i've said this previously in many many podcasts you need to you need to know your worth in the sense that Put in what you're getting out of life, in everything. Now, a good friend of mine said, whenever he looks at certain things in life, he, he he categorizes it in one to ten. So I want you to do this. I want you to take this little thing away from you. And everything you do, task-worthy, label it or number it as in one to ten. One being you're going to get fuck all out of doing that. And it's just, you've just got to do it. And ten, you're going to get loads out of it. You're going you're gonna to learn, you're going to excel, you're going to make money, whatever. It's going to be positive. If you looked at things like in life like that very much, I mean, it's a very crude way of doing it. Um, but you can quickly triage quite, quite a few things and go, do you know what? What am I going to get out of that? Is that my job? No. What am I going to get out of doing all that work? Absolutely nothing because I'm doing someone else's fucking job. I'm not going to do that because I don't need to be accountable. So I'm getting zero out of that. So that'll either be a fucking delete or move back over. And when you start looking at life through that, and you start going, you know, what am I going to get out of that? And you know, it's very much, it's a very, it's a very crude way of looking at things. It really is. But at the same time, you will only concentrate on the successful things in life that you know are successful. If you're going to get a lot of benefit out of something, you wouldn't waste. And, and the reason I say it's crude is because it is quite a crude way, because you might turn things down that otherwise you know someone might see as they're getting a lot out of it but you're going in actual fact i'm getting fuck all out of this do your supportive role within your boundaries but it is quite a crude way but at the same time very 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 advantageous that i've learned for myself because i can look at something and go i'm gonna get nothing out of that that's literally like that's gonna cause me massive amounts of fucking stress that's gonna cost me money and what am i gonna get out the end of it fucking nothing literally nothing apart from and, and and i did this and the crude way of doing it to, to cascade back is the is the dress i looked at the dress thing and i went okay so one to ten and this is why i was sat there eating my tea bearing in mind i was eating my fucking tea just relaxing and i'm getting this fucking i need to book i need to pay 50 pound deposit to book it even though i don't know there's a dress i want to get for you um the minimum dress i think was 250 pounds and uh, all these questions i asked And a lot of them, they didn't come back. So I I looked and went, okay, what am I going to get out of this as I'm eating my tea? And I went, well, realistically, this is a one for me because nothing is positive in this at all for me. I'm going to have to buy a dress. It's going to cost me in excess of probably £300. It's for one day, and then that's going to go into a fucking cupboard and never get used again because that's the reality of it. Um, Maybe it will get worn on a couple of occasions, but there will be special occasions because it's not going to be an everyday dress. It's a £400 dress. So I'm like, what am I getting out of this? And, and, and so I'm at a one. And then I have to look at it pragmatically and go, okay, but I'm probably at a three because it is my daughter. It's a big day. But I need to be realistic. So I'm at a three. So I need to try and barter to get it to a fucking, an acceptable four, maybe even a five. So I think it's worth doing. So if we can get the price down, my level of acceptance goes up. If her level is at 10 at 400 I want her to bring her down to five so we meet in the middle so I said to her you know right the expectation is I'm putting in 50 in your fucking nan's putting in 50 that was it that was the expectation so you got 100 pounds that's your limit I think that's an acceptable limit for a dress for one night and yeah it met resistance but that's how I triaged it and I left it like that that was me I'm done that's where I'm at that's what you're getting off of me there's nothing else so I can move on from that now so there's a crude way of doing it, but at the same time, when you look at something that isn't your job, you know isn't your job, but someone's asked you to do it, and if you get nothing out of it because it isn't your job, but the person you want to do is saying, look, you need to fucking help me, you just do the bare minimum just to get that job done. You don't put a lot of effort into it. If the job is worthy, it's your fucking job, and it's a really good fucking outcome. And you know, it's not just you know business as usual. Then it's in it's in the eight category. You're gonna do a bit more research and a little bit more information on it. These are all key ways of looking at. it. So yes, it's a crude way, but very, very, very successful because you can look at things and just go. And, you, and I do. I look at. I, as soon as someone says something, they go like one to ten. That's a three. Yep, not interested in that, and I move on. That's it it's quite a quick fucking way of going, okay, that's a fucking eight. I'm going to pursue that. And then you start building your positivity all the time because you're doing the things that you want to do. You're putting in the effort into the things you know you should be doing and you're not wasting time. And that's clearly, clearly apparent by a lot of these fucking companies now in, in, in the UK that have tri- that trialed these four-day weeks. And they're actually understanding that, that you can be more successful, if not the same, in four days as you are five because people are get, having to get up on a fucking Friday or a Monday and, they're, and it's, it's, you're working five fucking days a week for two days a week to be exhausted. And we're not doing one fucking job in work. We're doing three or four fucking people's jobs because we're mounting pressure on ourselves all the time. Companies and organisations are mounting the, um, the amount of information they want from you. But not wages aren't going up and all that. So we're stressing ourselves out. So you need to have something as crude as that to go, you know what, that ain't my fucking job. I'm going to get a one to fucking two out of that. So I'm not going to do it. And literally, and if they come back to you and go, why haven't you done it? You go, it's not my job, mate. Fucking delete me. Pay me more money, big boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's where you do. You become quite crass with it. But at the same time, I think it's very advantageous so do that for me a little favor for me just start just do. these are all key things that we can we can implement into, into our lives and just look at them and just go okay is it is it you know start off with work you know and then just pull it into your life a little bit i do I think it's quite successful. Um, so thank you very much for listening to me. I really appreciate your time. <laughs> I really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, jump over to my new podcast. Like I said, that's a new one about me. Like I say, a little bit more nitty gritty. This is a little bit more around the PTSD, mental health awareness, talking. This is where I'll do my lies and stuff. And then, the, the, you know, the more detailed stuff, the stuff that I'm trying to raise really significant awareness on uh, and stuff I lived with and I'm living with um in 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 great detail i think you know it's going to be fun little journey for me because i get to be who i want to be it's a private little club as they say <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to i really really appreciate your time I, and i hope you have a fantastic week and you're utilizing and enjoying your reflection time as well because i hopefully you by now if you're reflecting uh, on my reflection listening to my reflection hopefully you're doing the same for yourself all these are all key things to, to implement into your life if you start implementing them into your life you will be successful you really will um you know we can all bumble our way through fucking life but to be successful you need to take accountability you know measure things a little bit to to understand whether you're going to get your worth out of it so i think it's a really key point because we waste so much time on on worthless tasks and and we don't realize time is precious you know we don't own anything in this life everything everything we own is is just a material object we don't physically own it because when we die it all goes back pass down a generation or it gets sold it's just stuff that gets moved around the world but nine times out of ten when you when you pass away 70 percent of your belongings will go in the bin because are they the only things we keep and it, this might sound morbid but it's truthful and this is where i am i'm a very truthful person um but the the reality of it is when you die what you see is, your, is, is something you you should keep. And, and oh, I love this. The next person ain't going to love it. Unless there's a value to it. Unfortunately, when you die, people will look for either the sentimental or the value. Everything else is just fucking rubbish. Because no one's going to keep every sentimental piece. They'll just go, okay, then Well, what's the smallest thing I can keep in my house full of shit? So the one thing we can't control is... It, we, that's irrelevant. We just The only thing we can control is time and how we use it. And that's the really important bit, is utilising time correctly. Because you need to be successful. You need to enjoy life. What is the fucking point if you're not enjoying life? There is no point to your life. If you just want to work and you're not enjoying work, what's the fucking point? And you're going home tired and your shit work life's bouncing into your fucking home life. What the fuck is the point in living? Literally, it explains to me. That's the the reality. That's the brutality of me. I was like, what the fucking hell's the point? So you need to reset. You need to reevaluate, give yourself that personal development um, that you need. So, thanks for listening. Thank you, as always. And I look forward to talking to you. Like I said, I'm away for a few days now. So, um, lots to talk about. I'm going into my dreaded place, London. So, I'm probably going to, and I'm staying there for two fucking nights, which is going to cripple me. Uh, I know it is, but work related. And I'm missing my daughter's fucking birthday tomorrow, which I'm devastated about. Uh, my youngest. But I said I'll make up to her and, and talk to her in the evening. Um, so yeah, f- thanks for listening. Take care, and I and uh, yeah, keep spread that positivity and that love. I'll speak to you soon.